Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Moloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here is your host, Sean Moloney. Welcome to episode 233, Handling Objections. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to talk to you about handling objections. I want to talk to you about the idea of having clients that aren't ready to move forward yet and how to push that needle, how to understand what's an objection, what are they really trying to do, where are they going with it, and how don't you lose more sales with it? I mean, all of us deal with objections every single day. It's a matter of how we handle them and where we go with them that makes the difference between putting closings down on the table and making that money. First off, let's talk about it. When a client objects to your sales pitch, it tells us that something is off. So one of the first things we notice is any objection that they say, we probably should have answered in our sales pitch. So when somebody comes up with an objection and they say, but how much does it cost? Or, oh, that's too much money. If we had introduced the price earlier in the conversation and gone over everything that it included, we may have been able to justify it better. Sometimes this objection is just something that they're saying to hold us out of the way. So one of the keys is we need to really dig into the objection and better understand, is it what they're actually objecting or are they just looking for a way out? But one thing I notice that's very common in salespeople is the denial of an objection. Someone says that's very expensive. They, instead of acknowledging it, they say, no, it isn't. So what I want you to work on in the future is acknowledgement. So say the client says to you, hey, Sean, that's really expensive. I might say something along the lines of, you know what, Mr. Smith, you're right. I take full responsibility for that. I probably didn't fully explain all the benefits to this product. Let me explain. And then I can jump right back in. When I get into the situation where I deny them, when I say, no, it isn't, it's only a little bit of money. Well, that doesn't change their standpoint. That just makes it from a conversation to an argument. And when we take a client and we object to everything they say, we're not listening to what they're telling us. They say to themselves in the head, this person thinks I'm a liar. This person thinks I'm not worth the time. And they shut down. This is so common in sales. When we come back at people, no, 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 you got to listen to me. That's not how it works. We have to convince them of the reason they need our product. So when they say they need more convincing, we need to think about it, not only just for this one call, but for future calls as well of where we got it wrong, how to add that objection to the future, not denying the objection, acknowledging the objection and moving forward with it so we can better explain to them why they do need our product and how it is going to take care of whatever it is that they objected to. But again, each time you run into those new objections, the biggest thing to remember is next time you're putting together your pitch, you want to take that objection and throw it in there so that way there you don't have it in the future. You could say something like, I know oftentimes at this point, clients are wondering how they're going to find enough time, right? Common objection would have been, I don't think I'll have enough time. So we can go over those by the acknowledgement and the talk about how the average person handles that time. So we get the person to understand how to do the actions we're looking for them to do. You got to remember as a salesperson, yes, you're trying to sell your product, but you're also trying to get somebody else to do what you need them to do. And sometimes, guys, people are going to turn down a product that's even going to help them. If you're truly selling something you believe in, you know that this happens actually often. I sell real estate, right? I go out with people. We look at houses. Oftentimes I hear, well, I don't like the price. 
I met with people three to five years ago that didn't like the price. How's the price looking now? The real estate market has continued to climb. What are some of the hotter objections we have? Of course, it's the price. Why? Because we have the media. We have all these different people that are experts in the family, all telling and guiding them towards decisions that are not true about where prices are going. What can we do about that? Well, we can educate through our sales pitch, but we can also create channels like podcasts, newsletters, and other places that we can update people on information and we can explain to them, let me be your single source of information on this subject so I can make sure to keep you in tune with what's really going on. Not the national news, but the local news. You'll be reading my newsletter right here in Pembroke, Massachusetts about houses all over this area. That way there, I can help be the educator because we have to control the narrative in certain aspects. I'm not telling you guys to lie. I'm telling you guys to control a narrative in a positive manner, knowing that the whole world out there has so many different toxic objections and people have such a negative bias that they don't end up making good decisions and they end up hurting themselves, right? Because parents, they grow us up as kids. They say, don't touch that. It's hot. Don't do this. You could get hurt. Don't do that. You could lose your money. Don't sign anything on the first visit. So on and so forth, right? Most parents work in an idea of keeping us safe at all costs. They don't think about what if it went well? What if you did great? What if you excelled? Maybe you should buy that new product to see if you can do more. They're teaching us to have that negative bias to not move forward in life. So us as a salesperson, we need to show them that mom and dad would agree that this is a great decision, that your family would understand and support your decisions, and that this decision is going to head you in the right direction. Basically, in objections, I want you to think about it like this. If you had a person there and you're trying to knock them off their feet, it's a push-pull situation, right? Do you pull them or do you push them? Well, most people, if they're ready to fight you and you push them, what are they going to do? They're going to push back. But the person who's ready to push, when you pull them, what do they do? They push, you pull, they fly forward. So when somebody's going to deny you, they're going to object to what you're saying in your sales pitch. Learn to pull them forward by acknowledging. Learn to pull them forward by talking about the problems they brought up and how that problem is real and how your product has some sort of solution that's going to take care of that problem. If you use this push-pull solution, you're going to find a lot more success. Nobody at all likes having a conversation with a salesperson only to be denied, only to be told they're wrong, and only to be told, even though they told the salesperson otherwise, they're wrong and they should continue to buy the product. Nobody moves forward after being called a liar. No one likes to work with a salesperson that's a know-it-all. So learn to take that positive knowledge you have, turn it into a message that you can convene through normal messaging. Don't pull them and push them back and forth. But when they go to push, take the pull, pull them forward, watch them trip forward and land right into your sales objection handling. Guys, experts at objection handling are used to it. And every time they run into an objection, they add it to their arsenal of weaponry they have to close that sale. Make sure, make sure, make sure. Don't get turned down by objections. Don't get turned off by objections. And don't let a false objection lead you in the wrong direction. Guys, I hope this helps you handling objections on your phone calls this week. And I hope it helps you close more deals. If you haven't already done so, make sure to pound the subscribe button, hit the bell so you get notifications, and tell all your friends and family about this great free podcast so they can get started in real estate and they can also handle objections throughout their entire life. Thanks so much for listening. I look forward to talking to you next week.